the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. This is my second week, and this week we're talking all about the London majors. Uh, I love following them. I love going to the games because Labatt Park is such a magical park. Uh, So let's talk to London Free Press sports writer, Ryan Pyatt. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm great, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Um, I just let's just talk a little bit about the park itself and how great it is to just go to a game. And I know there's a lot of fans going to these games in the last couple of years, right? Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's it's great to see the old park coming. Um, it's always I, I go to, I've gone to a lot of baseball parks in my life. And, um, you know, it's just it's a special place that, that when you when you go there, it, it's very calming and, and, and it's beautiful. It always reminded me of if people have gone to Toronto and the football that the University of Toronto football team plays right on Bloor Street and, and Varsity Field, and it's kind of like in in London, it's that same feel of like the cities in the back, the cityscapes in the background, but you're at you're you know you're at a ball uh, at a ballpark, and you know that you know Fergie Jenkins played there, and George Mooney, and all, all these guys, all, all these uh, great ball players in the past. So it has that rich history, obviously. Everyone's very proud that it's like the it's the longest serving baseball park. It went in the Hall of Fame during the pandemic. It went in the Hall of Fame, uh, the London Sports Hall of Fame. It, it's the first like non-human to go to go in the Hall of Fame. So that was pretty cool. And, um, you, you know, you just and, and I think that the majors have been a, a good draw just based on their team. But I think people just enjoy, you know, on those Friday nights or Sundays going to the park. Right. And, yeah. Uh, you know, especially now the summer, the summer's kind of ending. It's one last, you know, when they hit the playoffs here, it's one last kind of grasp to say here, I'm going to spend uh, some time in a beautiful night. And before, you know, what happens in the fall, oh, right? it starts yeah. raining and everything. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah. So. There's a lot of history in that park and you're, it's like magical being there to me. Um, so London made the London majors, of course, won the championship last year. We know that that's the second time they've won. Um, do you think, I mean, they've had a great, great season this year. So do you think they can do it again? Do you think we can pull out another one two times in a row? Oh, absolutely. And it, it comes down to, um, you know, they got strong starting pitching again. They they did last year and and um, they, they do this year. Owen Boone and Jose Arias, who's a newcomer from Dominican, he's stepped in. He's been the best pitcher in the league. And, the, you know, when you have the best starting pitching in this league, you can kind of – some of these guys will pitch seven, eight, nine innings. It's not like the major leagues anymore where they get to 100 pitches and they get them out of there, right? Mm. This is um, – and, and these guys, they barely lose. And that's that's why London's record's been so good. And the bullpen's been pretty good. And then you have the lineup. You know, if people recognize the Cleveland Brownleys and Byron Reichsteins, and these guys are – these guys have been in the lineup for a long time. And, and Rup Chanderdat, uh, the GM and manager, did a great job, you know, accenting that, bringing in some young guys, some new faces. And, you know, so they do have that championship swagger from last year, but they also have a lot of energy too. And it's actually it's actually fun to watch this lineup, you know, hit the, from top six in the order. You know, there, there's not very many outs there. And, uh, yeah. and they can put up a big number. You see – in Toronto, they they needed to they they needed to win their final regular season game to set up the uh, playoff game the one game playoff with Guelph, uh, and they they scored ten runs in the third inning against Toronto. So wow. in, in Toronto, so you know they have that kind of uh, you know firepower, I guess. And it's uh, when when you combine that with the great pitching and the 
uh, London's always had pretty good defense. So, you know, you got a, a championship caliber team again. Can you compare last season to this season at all? Is it, were we putting up those big numbers last season? Did we have the, this, you know, these star pitchers? Yeah, I mean, they they did have, um, they had Pedro De Los Santos and Owen Boone, and they're the top two pitchers in the league. But I, I think what, what happened this year is um, the batting average has gone, like they're more dangerous at the plate. They're bat- they were batting, the last time I checked, was like 318 as a team, which is really mm-hmm. ridiculous. That means like almost the whole team was batting over 300. And their catcher, the catcher that um, that uh, Rube Chanada brought in named Robert Mullen, he's, he's been like the best pure hitter in in the in the league and i think the mvp of the league and he's also a hit for power he's hit for average and he's also the catcher so he's catching these great pitchers so i if if you can find someone that more important to the team than this guy is yeah then i i don't think there is one and of course it's great to see cleveland brownlee had had like uh he's getting up there in age now i think 38 now and he's still pounding the ball and i'd love to see him have another great um playoff run I, i i he's obviously proven he can do it and uh, you know it'll be great to see him hit a couple bombs in the in the playoffs too, and and lead the team because he's always been a fun guy to be around. And he, when you start to see some of these guys in action and be around them, you you see why they're kind of a tight group and and why they start to win, right? Yeah, I did want to talk about Cleveland Brownlee. If you've gone to a game, you know Cleveland, and he's like a fan favorite. He's having one of his best seasons right now. Yeah, he said he wanted to hit 15 home runs. Like he yeah. said early on when he was batting 400, he said, I want to hit 15 home runs. And he, he did. And <laughs> it's, it's kind of unbelievable. And if anybody knows the Cleveland, the, the origin story of Cleveland Brownlee, he's obviously from Georgia, but he always likes to tell that Rube Chenardat brought in two guys and, and the other guy, um, like like he, he brought in two imports from, from the US and the other guy was supposed to be a big stud player and the guy didn't pan out. And the other guy was Cleveland Brownlee. And I remember from day one, it was like, what a name. The guy has the guy yeah. has like an amazing name. <laughs> so it was like, when you see it, even in the media, when you see a guy with a great name, you're like, oh, and then, you know, he, and so Cleveland always jokes like, oh, the other guy, you know, didn't have a, as good a name as me, but I'm here for 15 <laughs> years. Right. And obviously he's, you know, he's right. He's a businessman running his own, own business and mm-hmm. just um, a joy to be around. And obviously the captain, the leader of the team, they got a lot of, veteran guys like Reichstein, like I said, Keith Kandel. Uh, but, uh, the, you know, this guy's like, uh, this guy's fun to be around. You just kind of gravitate towards him. And I can see how the players do too. He is a lot of fun. And the, yeah, the play, everybody loves, like nobody, nobody dislikes Cleveland. He is, a, he's a favorite when you're at the park for sure. Yeah, um, my, my, hey, Rachel, my favorite quote this year was <laughs> when, when, when he was hitting 400, he's, he's like, Hey, people don't pay to see Cleveland run around the bases. They pay to see him trot around the bases. So I got to hit more. He was talking about wanting to hit more home runs, right, this year. So I thought yeah, that and then he does it. And then he does it. And he does it. Yeah, he's cost he's cost the majors a lot of balls uh, over the years, hitting into the water and left field and at Labatt Park. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if they take that off off his uh, off his salary or make or fine him or something like that for hitting all the balls out there. But I said if someone was down there. At, at the Thames, they'd probably make a killing finding a lot of baseball. They'd find them all for sure. <laughs> um, let's well, let's talk about then what what fun it is to go to the games. Like they've got a lot of fans that have come out since last year, winning the championship, and this has been a big year for them again as well. I mean, talk about the fan base, the growing fan base, and just how much fun it is, and how how people how much people love to support the team right now. Yeah, I think like London. London likes winning teams. You know what? The Knights. 
the lightning, same thing with the majors. They, they'll, they'll get bigger crowds when, you know, the people will back a team that they believe is going to win a championship because that's what London's become used to in its sports, right? right. Like Western football and that sort of thing. So um, I, I, I do want to say, I, I think one thing that happened really neat this year is that the well, the Welland uh, Jackfish, who who uh, Guelph and and Welland and London were competing all year for the first place. It was the one of the best. The the IBL is like over 100 years old, and this was one of the best pennant races I, I I've ever seen. And uh, I think what's really cool, Welland kind of um, fashions itself as a team that's kind of like a they they've come in, they're the new kids on the block. And if anybody's seen the Savannah Bananas uh, on on the internet or something, they they have like a lot, lot of fun playing baseball and and they do all these crazy things that they try to get on social media and all that. And Welland's like, we're the Canadian Savannah Bananas, and we want we want to like. And so they have at their park, they kind of make it try to make it hard for the visiting team. So when London goes in there, they'll have signs and they'll have people really chirping. And it got to the point where at one point this year that the the PA announcer was was chirp, chirping the, the London players as they were going up to, to the to the plate. And uh, so it became like a, a big deal and all that. And kind of a rivalry started forming between the two teams, which will be interesting to see if they meet in the playoffs yeah. and uh, upcoming here. And they're both very good teams. And and uh, so, so Welland's like, we want to be, you know, we're trying to be like London, uh, you know, in, in, as a business team and on the field and all that, but mm -hmm. we're, we're going to be kind of this scrappy team. So, and I know London's fan base, there are some leather lung fans and I, I want to just see if that, you know, I'd love to see that kind of series and in Toronto a bit like that too, where a, a great rivalry and see how the fans, if there's lots of fans and if they start getting on the other players, because it, it's usually a, you know, a nice night at the park. Like, yeah. you know, like we said, it's a, it's a beautiful ballpark, but I know there's a little, when it gets to competition, it could, it could get a little, you know, dusty with some barbs being thrown back and forth, which would be, you yeah. know, it would be really fun. To, it would be a great atmosphere to see. It's always park. fun to be at those games. Yeah. It's always fun. I mean, it's maybe not for the players, but for, for the fans, for sure. Well, then let's, since we're talking about Welland, let's talk about some of the parity in the league because they are, they have been in a three-way tie um, with Welland and, uh, and what was the, what was the other one? Well, Guel yeah, Guelph. Well, so London, Guelph, and Wellander have been the class of the league this year. And Toronto, who London played in for the finals, and it went the full five games. And obviously, it was kind of like a pandemic season. They're coming out of out of the, all the restrictions, right? So, mm -hmm. um, so, so this this year, um, Toronto's been very good too. So I, I would say I I divide the league in half, and I'd say the top four teams really really have a chance to win, mm -hmm. and the bottom four teams are going to be real tough. Like it, that'd be a, to me, it'd be a huge upset. If maybe Barry Toronto, maybe Barry's always been a good program, but I think uh, at, at the bottom of the league, uh, you know, Hamilton, Kitchener, and Brantford are, are really going to have a tough time beating those top three teams. But best of yeah. five series, and in, in the first round, you never know. And you know, I, I think I'd like to see personally because everybody kind of got invested in the finals last year, and there were there were uh, like thousands and thousands of people. I think five thousand for the game five which was, it's an, it's always incredible to be in those, in those at Labatt park when it's yeah. almost full. And, yeah. and, uh, and so I'd like to see them play Toronto and, and you know, if the top four teams win, uh, you know, who, who knows, but you, you're going to have a great, once you get past the first round, all the baseball is going to be fantastic. So heading into the last week, August and Labor Day, you're, you're going to see some great baseball. It's, it's really um, the IBL playoffs. I equate it to kind of like the OHL playoffs or the, 
or the OUA football playoffs, it's like you, you got to be there because yeah. you're, you're going to see something special. Right? Well, I was going to say, like IBL is just, if you're not into it, it's good baseball. It's good baseball to watch and it's fun. Oh, yeah. Fun and to go I, to the I game. think, uh, I, I think you, you know, you got college players, you got guys like Cleveland Brownlee who are, you know, are very, very good players that are just at the end of their kind of career. You got, you got guys in the middle that, you know, they just coming out of organizational ball. So they were drafted, they were, did play, you know, and then you got import players and you, you got guys that maybe nobody's really heard of until they get here, but then they're like phenomenal baseball players. Cause yeah. we all know down in Dominican and obviously in the U S there's, there's just tremendous baseball players. So if, and Rube Chandler, always said, if you get four imports and if you can get really good players in there, they can form, if you have great Canadian players and uh, as a core, and then you can get those guys and accent the team like that, you really do have a contender. And uh, yeah. that's what's, that's what these teams have done the last few years. It's been hard. It's been hard to do uh, the, the past couple of years because of the pandemic to get, to get guys here, obviously with, with everything going on, restrictions and passports and arrive can and that sort of thing. But mm. uh, you know, uh, this year it's kind of back to normal and it's, uh, it's good to see the, that, like like you said, the quality of the league and the number of good players in it. Absolutely. Well, we'll be watching the majors and go majors go. We want them to win again. Thank yeah, you. For, a little dynasty, right? Like yeah. Bramford and Barry. Bramford, I remember I watched that with them win six in a row and Barry won six in a row. Maybe it's London's turn to win six in a row. We're a little Let's early hope. for that. But, uh, Fingers crossed. Two in a row would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ryan. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, anytime.